I'm Kate Daniels. We certainly don't need to look very far to see or to feel the stress and angst in our country. And I believe we want to see change to find a way to a more civilized place. And I was so heartened to learn about braver angels. And thus, I'm grateful to have Mary Beth Stibbins with us. Mary Beth is a volunteer locally as the Western Washington Alliance co-chair and also works nationally on an event development team. Mary Beth Stevens, good morning, and thank you so greatly for being with us today. Good morning, Kate. It's my pleasure. And how wonderful to to speak with someone from Braver Angels. The name itself inspires so much inspiration and inspires me to think like, oh, such good things. But truthfully, I've only just learned of this organization. And so I'm learning here, too. But I think you're doing such critically important work in our country. So I'm, I'm glad you're here to give us that information this morning. I'm happy to be here, too. What what would you like to know? What questions can I answer for you? Well, first of all, maybe just give us a a good overview of who Braver Angels is and what you do. Sure, sure. So we are a a social movement in an organizational container. And um, we're we're planting seeds in different sectors uh, for civic renewal. Um, We are working to reduce the rancor and divisiveness and mistrust, and we're working to build goodwill and invigorate hope. Um, So we do bridge-building work across divides, and it's particularly right now the political divide. Um, This is going to be an important um, election year. A lot of people are having heartache and worry and angst. and uh, so we're, we're here to be a resource and support. Um, so this is about civic renewal and um, bringing people together who may be polarized in their political views, particularly right now, and helping them get to know one another beyond stereotypes, to know one another as human beings, um, start to build some trust, Start to ask some sincere questions of curiosity. Help me understand, not loaded gotcha questions, but just really sincere questions to get to know one another better, to be curious, and to hear personal stories and experience that shape people's views. So we offer, um, let's see, we do workshops, and that's just one of our offerings. But um, within the workshops, we have two different types. So we have skills-building workshops, and then we have discussion workshops. So the skills training workshops, for example, um, include uh, one that's, for instance, called Depolarizing Within, which teaches participants to look within and develop strategies um, for engaging in conversations around politics without demonizing the other side. Um, We have a workshop called Families and Politics on how to talk about politics with loved ones in a way that brings us closer together instead of further apart. Uh, We have um, uh, a workshop called Skills for Social Media that teaches strategies to discuss political viewpoints online without contributing to polarization. We've got one that's just our basic um, communication skills to disagree better um, because um, it's important that we be able to disagree. It's just how we go about that process 
of um, communicating around our disagreements and in a way that we can lean into sometimes, um, you know, navigate difficult conversations while remaining true to our values and um, often finding common ground. We also have what we call our experiential workshops. And those are, instead of just teaching skills, we're actually, you know, picking a difficult topic. We have one called a common ground, and we'll bring together people on different sides of the issue. It's not always red, blue, but frequently it is. And uh, so, so those are our discussion workshops. We also have one-on-one um, conversations. So, you know, sometimes what I hear from people is that, well, I, you know, I... Maybe I live in Seattle and it's a blue bubble and I don't have any red-leaning people to speak with. And, and I also want to clarify when I say red-leaning, um, that's our term for folks who have conservative views and tend to vote Republican. And blue-leaning is folks who um, are liberal, progressive, tend to vote Democrat. And I also want to clarify that we know it's a big, long continuum you know, there's, there's people who range from what I say, fire engine red to deep sea blue and everywhere in between. And, of course, there's people who maybe they say, well, I'm purple or I'm gray, and they're welcome, too. So the one-to-one conversations we have for um, uh, you can have um, find a partner to have a conversation with who has a different political perspective. Um, it's also the urban-rural divide. Uh, we have... Um, one-to-one conversations across uh, racial divides, and we also have them across generations where, uh, you know, maybe somebody in their early 20s might get partnered up with, you know, somebody um, in an older generation. Um, Okay, I'm starting to ramble here. You (laughs) feel free to interrupt at at any point. We have sort of a different um, initiative also in terms of sort of planting those seeds in different sectors I'm really excited about the work we're doing in Braver Politics. Um, And I remember when I first organized a workshop, people were like, well, yeah, this is fine and good. What about our elected officials? (laughs) And they're the ones who could benefit. Well, you know what? We have some, um, the the people in public office, I mean, it's a a public service. And and it, um, I don't know, it takes um, a special person to become and to run for office and become an elected official. And um, so we, we have some workshops for them. And I've just been so um, happy with the welcoming response. Uh, we did a workshop last year in June. It was in Washington State, the Washington Association of Cities, which is mayors, city managers, city council members from around the state. And it was just an optional pre-conference workshop. And we thought, oh, maybe we'll have 50 to 70 people there. And we had well over 100 people there that were all elected officials. And so, um, so we're working a lot on um, doing, you know, um, supporting the governors with their Disagree um, Better initiative. Uh, you know, we've gone to Washington, D.C., and we're doing workshops there. Um, and so another branch or initiative in our work is um, our Braver School Communities Program. So something that's near and dear to my heart is getting these communication skills and tools to the younger generation. And so now we have workshops for teens. And they're not necessarily about politics. They can be. But it's about um, you know, learning communication skills and ways to navigate difficult conversations while remaining true to their values. So we've actually got 
some workshops um, that we're doing in Snohomish County on February 3rd in person. We do these for free, and we do them both in person, online, and occasionally as a hybrid event. Um, so some of the other initiatives or programs, we have something called Braver Campuses. We have Braver Media, where we're working with folks in the media to help offset polarization. Um, and we've got our Braver Network, because we need all hands on deck for this work. And um, so that we're partnering with other organizations. Um, you know, I'm, on Monday, I'm doing a training uh, with a compassionate listening project on deeper listening. So I love working with other organizations as well. Um, so those are just a few of our, our many different initiatives. And that is so astounding. It's even larger than I expected. I looked at the website. So let's mention that because that is a, a good source of information or to make contact is through your website. Yes. So we have our national website. It is just braverangels.org. And I'll just add that the name Braver Angels. So originally we were called the Better Angels a term which folks may recognize, um, you know, comes from President Lincoln talking about the better angels of our nature. And so we were better angels for a couple of years. And then there was another group that also had the same name in a totally different um, uh, professional capacity. Uh, and um, they had the name first. So we thought, okay, well, it takes courage to do this work. We'll be braver angels. So that's, that's how we got the name. And by just doing that, saying, well, we'll just change our name, I, I think you were just modeling. You were doing the work of what braver, braver Angels is. Yeah. Right? By being. So we have our national website that has lots of information and resources. Um, people can sign up for events, they can sign up to get involved, find out if there's an alliance or chapter in their local community. I think we've got a, a, close to 100 alliances spread out around um, the United States. And, and then um, we also here in Washington State have a website too. And so if you just um, Google Braver Angels Washington State, it will take you to our website. And so, Mary Beth, is that the website then, Washington State, where people would find out more about the February event? Yes. I will also add that on February 13th, so February 3rd, this has to do, um, we're doing the workshops um, for teens. So we're doing one workshop that's specifically for teenagers. And then we're doing the workshop again so that parents, teachers, other adults, can experience the workshop, but we wanted the teenagers to be able to experience it just you know, with other teenagers. So it's being offered twice that day on February 3rd, and I am happy to organize um, many more of these. We're just getting started with our Braver School Communities workshops. On February 13th, which is a Monday, online, uh, we have an informational meeting at 7 o'clock uh, for our state, uh, Washington, um, Braver Angels. And it's just, um, you know, kind of a, a, a welcome newcomer meet and greet, uh, find out about the organization and we can answer questions there. So folks are very uh, welcome and encouraged to attend that as well. And if they're interested in actual workshops, I'll, I'll add a few more of those too. On January 13th, which is a Saturday, 
at 11 a.m. Pacific time. We have a workshop called Skills for Conversations about public policy and race. On January 20th, the following Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, we have our Families and Politics workshop. January 27th, we've got our Depolarizing Within workshop. Uh, and, and basically almost every Saturday, we've, we've got one of the workshops offered. That's an amazing amount of information and education that is going on. And the thing is that uh, from what I did see on the website, volunteerism or volunteering, volunteers are really the driving force here. So it, whoever is leading all of this is someone who is passionate about it and, and helping to make it happen. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So this is an opportunity for people as volunteers to step into a stronger form of citizenship and do some good work at a time when I would say our country's in need. So we're always looking for volunteers. Um, across the country, we maybe have, I want to say like, I'm, I'm not sure of the exact numbers, maybe 30 people who are in paid roles. And then, you know, we've got probably 50,000 or so uh, members, subscribers, uh, and then a certain portion of those are, are volunteers. So we would love to have more people get involved. Is your role as a volunteer? My role in Washington is as a volunteer. And then I also do, um, after being a full-time volunteer for a few years, um, I am also working on the national level with our event development and delivery program. And so that's fashioning workshops, I guess, across yeah. the country? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, and and providing training to help others who would like to um, build a braver angels presence in in their communities. So, giving them mentoring and support and and training for organizing events. So, ideally, because I think we are. The country needs it, which means all of our various communities across the country need this so that we can, as you had said earlier, to develop a civic renewal where, uh, you know, we probably have had some challenges over the year, but basically we still had civil discourse going on, whereas um, it's been really uh, painful and frustrating together the kind of time that is wasted with so much uh, anger and vitriol and, and not listening to each other that we're just uh, spinning wheels and digging a deep hole for ourselves, it feels like. Yes. So this is an opportunity to see that there's this hope. There's something actually active in the country where we can, uh, you know, latch on to and learn more and, and be part of the solution. Correct. Right? Yes. Yes. And it's given me a lot of hope. I get to be in the front lines with this. I think one of the things, too, that was lovely for me was just it seemed like um, initially that the alternatives either were, you know, people were yelling at each other and demonizing each other, or on the other end of things, people just weren't even talking to each other. Mm. And it's so refreshing to have people be able to come together and learn from one another, stretch one another, find common ground, and actually be able to communicate about difficult issues. So we teach skills to be able to do that, uh, and, and then we will help facilitate conversations as well. 
all of the different programs really sound so ideal, you know, really focusing on different aspects uh, of, of who we are in terms of our roles. So the focus with students and having uh, braver schools and braver campus really feels like uh, building a good foundation. We need to work with the, the older segment of the population, but to also simultaneously be, be teaching the younger people so that that can become more the norm is to understand each other, listen to each other. Yes, we have this little acronym that we use. Um, we call it the LAP skills. Uh, and so the L is, of course, you know, listening. Um, and then for A, uh, it's finding, um, it's acknowledging and finding something, anything that you can agree with and appreciate about the other person, even if it's just the fact that they're present there with you um willing to have a conversation so we've got the l is listening the a is you know agree appreciate acknowledge and then we do something that we teach it's called the p which is the pivot and and you um would be like well are you you know are you willing to hear another perspective or some questions so it's kind of like turning on a turn signal and then the final p is you know sharing your perspective so that's just one little example of um, a tool that we'll teach. And then there's lots of practice, too. The, um, attendees of the workshops can um, partner up with others in the workshop and practice these skills. So a workshop in itself, is it generally a couple of hours or throughout a day? How does that work? We've got different ones. So we have... Um, a 90-minute workshop on uh, skills for disagreeing better. Our families and politics workshop is uh, three hours. Our depolarizing within workshop is two and a half to three hours. So there's a range. Our our kind of our signature foundational red blue workshop, which is my favorite, is an all-day in-person workshop. So that could be seven hours. Occasionally, we'll do it online, and we'll break it into two online components. And with that one, we it is red and blue, and it's an even number on each side. And we've actually, in as much as I say it's red and blue, we've also started offering one that's urban-rural. Uh, so sort of the same format um, with an even number of people uh, who are urban dwellers and rural dwellers. Are any of those... Uh, uh, red-blue workshops coming up sometime uh, in this early part of the year? Yes. So we have one. It will, if it's not already full, on March 16th. That's a Saturday that is an online workshop. And then I am looking to organize a few locally here and was planning to do one in probably April, and if there's folks who are listening to this event, and if they um, if they know of some people who would like to attend one, or better yet, maybe they even, you know, because like I said, we do these for free, if they have um, a facility or a venue uh, where we could hold one, too, please reach out to me and, and let's work together. I can bring in the, the team, the moderators, and uh, we, we would love to do these workshops. Um, typically, in terms of the size, Many of our workshops, we can accommodate, you know, 100 or more people. With our red-blue workshop, we keep it on the smaller side so we can go 
um, into a kind of a deeper dive uh, with the uh, conversations that happen there. So typically I would have eight uh, red-leaning participants and eight blue-leaning participants, and then, you know, maybe um, 16 to 20 observers there who are not in an active speaking role but are there to listen, learn, self-reflect, and offer some support. And so you mentioned, Mary Beth, that there uh, is a limit then. Well, you said eight and eight and then 16 to 20. So uh, that may fill up very quickly. And if that's the case, perhaps another one can be planned or does that I would be delighted. So if there's folks who are listening, um, who are interested, I I would be delighted. So again, now, if somebody contacts me and, you know, they're, they're only, um, well, hopefully I'll have some people on both sides uh, reach out. So whether that's red-leaning, blue-leaning, or that, or I also I added it could be urban-rural. Uh, we just have to have those even numbers. And I've got some connections of folks who are um, interested, too. And, you know, wanting to, to find this way to to learn and listen and build a stronger uh, community and country, um, are the people who reach out, whether they be, well, in, just in general, blue or red, are, they're, you're finding that people really want to make this connection and learn how to, how to create a more civilized uh, country? So there are many people who are um, wholeheartedly eager there's some people who are, are cautious and um, kind of like, well, is this going to be some kind of kumbaya event? And, and what is this Braver Angels workshop? And so it, it's, it's a range in terms of um, what people know about the organization. And uh, it's all, all about relationships and building up trust. So uh, typically, the, I will say that I, I'll have blue organizations uh, that um, – maybe reach out and they're like, well, where are the reds? Bring us the reds. Um, and, uh, but you know, in other areas it's reversed. So some, you know, people tend to gravitate, um, and reside in bubbles. And, and so there, you know, there may be a group in another area of Washington state or in Texas where they're more of a red bubble. And so that's where sometimes it's fun to do the online workshops, too, because you can connect people from different areas as well. But I love the in-person workshop. We've got lots of reds and blues here. I think when I said that, it's just, just that for them um, to, to be aware that it is important that, that we have the balance. And so I may have a, a group that's just one color and they want to put on a workshop. It's going to take some inviting and outreach to the other side too to invite them to come to the event. Right, that makes sense. This is what we're building on and building towards. So of course that just seems logical, Mary Beth. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So great that we have this opportunity to, uh, if the workshop is filled already uh, in March, make it known to you that there's whoever it is 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 interested, and there's the possibility of creating more. and And that makes sense with it being really more of a grassroots organization, volunteer driven. Yes, yes. We are also happy to do talks. So we have an ambassador program. 
and we have volunteers who can come in and, you know, either do a, you know, 90-minute PowerPoint presentation or if you want somebody just to come in and talk for, you know, 15 minutes, we can do that too. And is that something that's available that could be done online? Yes. Yes. Great. That is a, the beauty of this is that we have now some of these options. And I appreciate personally, just as you do, having in person, there's something that's different. But sometimes uh, to really be able to reach a lot more people, having the online opportunities has great value. Definitely. So volunteers are needed for many different aspects of this, and people can volunteer through the website, right? Yes. And, and that's the other thing that I love about this work is that I'm meeting people all over the country. And we actually have chapters now over in um, other countries, too. Wow. So for Americans living abroad who care about what's happening at home, they're also connecting with each other. But here's just a few of the areas where we love to have volunteers. We need people who can go through training to become a moderator of our workshop. It helps to have people with tech skills also. There's a, you know, all of our workshops, um, we use the Zoom platform and people who can do breakout rooms and, and help us with the technology. Um, it's much appreciated. And, and tech skills in other areas. There's a lot of work that's done behind the scenes to be able to offer these events. And if somebody wants to be trained as an ambassador, um, as an alliance co-chair, if they're interested in starting um, Braver Angels. I will say that we do on all the leadership levels in terms of our board of directors, our um, sort of our leadership support team, we call it, and even with the alliances, we do strive for red-blue balance on the leadership level. It's not always perfectly equal on the membership level, but on the leadership level, we do have that. Terrific. So lots of opportunities for involvement. Then comes the question, you're a nonprofit organization. What about funding? Oh, well, we always welcome um, and can use uh, funding. Um, there, We have dues. So if you want to be a member of the organization, the dues start at um, $12 a year, $1 a month. So very affordable. And, of course, we're happy to accept more than that. Um, if we do a workshop and you're part of a, um, a, a group, some, you know, some groups actually have funds available if they bring in a speaker. If you want to make a donation, we would be delighted to have that. Uh, sometimes there are foundations that give us support. So um, that's how we're getting by. Getting by and doing a lot and growing. Um, would you say thriving or, or does this... Is this where we need more oomph going into it, more energy? Oh, my, well, I think I, we're kind of this nonprofit startup. We haven't been around all that long. And I think what we have accomplished in a short amount of time is pretty amazing. So, uh, yes, I would say that we are thriving and there's so much more work that needs to be done. Uh, so much need, so much opportunity. So um, I think we're doing well and and there's more that needs to happen. Well, I feel that the, this organization, Braver Angels, is a response to a need, and it's such an important answer, and I I think even persons who might not think there's a need, if they looked a little further within themselves, would find 
yes, there is a need. Um, uh, we don't have to look very far to see where uh, being able to to really communicate. We don't necessarily have to be in love with each other, but being able to respect and and listen, um, as you said, with the with the LAP acronym, really is a, a great foundation. Thank you. Yes. Well, Mary Beth, I. I really appreciate so much of this information that you've given us about Braver Angels. Um, I think we have gotten uh, a good uh, sort of basic uh, education, but really I would love to meet again in in a few months or so and and talk about what's going on and and see, you know, some of the things that we could do to encourage more involvement and keep on growing. That would be lovely. I will look forward to that. Wonderful. Well, let's once more mention the website so people know where to find you. Okay. So on a national level, it is just braverangels.org. For our Washington state, it is wa.braverangels.org. So you just put the WA for our state and a dot before the braver angels. I will also say we have the most amazing national conference each year where we bring together an even number of reds and blues. And there will be one again in June. It'll be in Wisconsin this year. It moves around and we would love to have people join us for that too. Very, very inspiring experience. I think there's the focus for our next conversation. Okay. Sound good? Yeah, sounds great. Thank you so much, Kate. Well, you're so welcome, Mary Beth. I really appreciate who you are and the work that you are doing. And of course, thank you for spending time with us today. My pleasure.